0: welcome everyone to another tim and john show so today obviously a ton of election uh stuff going on you know to say the least a lot of election chaos a lot of basically what john and i thought was going to happen is now happening and i'm you know currently sitting in the epicenter well i guess it looks like i'm sitting in the middle of the desert but i am in maricopa county arizona which is one of the counties that could actually swing the election something that i actually talked about uh you know prior to the election going on and what we're seeing now is uh it's crazy just taking a look at like the stock market. Not to pivot too much, but I mean the stock market is just having, uh, just I mean basically we've wiped out all the losses that we had uh, from last week, which was you know historic amount of losses. And then this week, you know now you know we take a look at uh, the fake news over here, but taking a look at Yahoo Finance and see that the Dow is up five hundred thirty three points, or almost two percent. S and P right there up up two point zero three percent. Had a big day up yesterday as well. And what's sort of crazy to me about this is if if people are now thinking that biden is going to win and let's say you know obviously that's a whole nother subject i mean they're reporting that biden has 264 votes of, of co- or uh, current electoral votes right now but of course that's you know drudge report which uh actually i heard from i hate you know i'm like a squirrel over here like i see different uh, you know things and shiny objects and running to them but i did hear alex jones the other day claiming actually yesterday claimed that drudge had sold out to cnn for 50 million dollars and it's like the secret deal where really I, I don't know if he meant if he sold the drudge report for that or if he uh just said hey you know a few months before the election we'll you know for 50 million bucks you know we'll you know be your bitch and do whatever you guys want so i don't it is it is uh you know sort of crazy And if you guys are watching this on BitShoot or watching this on library we, we definitely want to thank you guys also if you're watching this uh you know on float and of course if you're watching this on youtube this is actually streaming live to float first and to d live first and then you know we're prioritizing it having going up to you know BitChu and library and then it will be on on youtube so if you got you know it's just one of these things where you know un- unfortunately it's just you know self-preservation we've already been world alternative media has already been kicked off of youtube uh once and you know for this channel you know who knows how much longer i mean we're still small enough that we're still like underneath the radar over here But what's crazy to me, getting back to the election, getting back to the stock market, is if right now, if all the people are thinking that Biden's going to win, and it does look like the fake news media is going to push him into that victory, and then that's going to be a whole contested deal. Where, and I do like the fact that Trump's not just laying down on this, not just you know rolling over. So you know, I didn't. And as someone that voted, wrote in Kanye West, and with John being. Uh, you know, uh, Norwegian, Canadian anarchists, you know, I don't really think that, you know, either one of us have really like a you know huge dog in the fight when it comes so we can give you the honest news. And when it comes to uh, and we do have a bias, you know, our bias is towards freedom or biases towards yeah. liberty or biases towards, <laughs> you know, telling you guys the truth. But, yeah, we do have a bias and it's towards freedom, whereas, you know, the other guys, uh, you know, have, uh, you know, obviously a bias to have you know, the globalists and the deep state and all the bias towards uh, tyranny. Yeah. All the, all the, (laughs) all the, uh, bias towards all the lizard people running things. But yeah, when it's, but what is crazy to me is that if you think that Biden is now going to win and that the Senate is going to stay uh, stay Republican which you know I did predict that Mark Kelly was going to win here uh, so unfortunately Arizona both seats have now flipped to blue and I you know I, I'm so bad at this right now but there's so many things going on right now and the, the quick version of that is I do fully believe that I think that Trump, did win Arizona that when all said is done, that he might win Arizona or it's going to be very, very close. But I fully believe that Mark Kelly won the Senate because uh, they run a never Trumper Rhino for the second time in the Senate seat. Martha McSally, I call her Martha McFlake, which is uh, you know a combination of McCain and Jeff Flake, who are both terrible scumbag senators uh, that we used Snow to have. Yeah. Uh, well, unfortunately, no. I mean, well, you know, John McCain, you know, killed a lot of people and, um, yeah, no. you know, USS style and so much other crap going on. But I think that if you have a Republican Senate and Biden in the White House, you know, allegedly or potentially that it, that's what the what it looks like is going to be the option. I think Trump's going to fight it. And at the end of the day, maybe Trump will still end up being there. And I think that is a, a good possibility that we'll hit on later. Uh, but I almost think that's almost like the worst case for the stock market, because Republicans, are willing to fully act like Democrats uh, full fledged Democrats when Trump is in the White House and saying you know hey we 're going to spend you know one point eight trillion dollars or we 're going to spend two trillion dollars on this sort of program, but what they don 't do or what they 're not really banking on is when it comes to you know uh, you know having an actual Democrat in there, then I think the odds of the Democrats. Uh, Being able to pass these huge bills all of a sudden won't be as good because now the Republicans in the Senate will be like, oh, well, you know, we've got to balance the budget and we've got to, you know, have fiscal responsibility because it's easy for them to have fiscal responsibility and balancing the budget when the Democrats are now in power. But when they're in power, I mean, they spend even more money than basically Obama did. So I mean, if Trump is in there for two terms, he's going to basically blow away what Obama spent over the course of eight years, which was something that I'm on video talking about as early as March of 2017, and everyone thought that was crazy. And hell, I mean, he almost gave Obama a run for his money, spending more money during this uh, four years. I mean, yeah, granted, there's a whole pandemic and everything going on. But what do you think, John, when it comes to you know, these huge stock market moves? <laughs> And you know, people thinking it's going to be the Democrats take Biden taking over, or Kamala Harris taking over the White House. Uh, you know, and by taking over,
1: you know, Hillary like, Clinton is going to take over the White House. Come on.
0: Yeah, yeah. So, uh, oh, so what? So what's going to happen is, yeah, Joe Biden's going to, going to get in, and uh, he's going to, you know, step down for dementia, and then um, yeah. Hillary's going to be the VP, and then uh, magically, uh, you know. Kamala's going to get arc or something so who no, knows Hillary's going
1: to be the designated survivor somehow I just feel it yeah, <laughs> right, right, yeah. I mean
0: who knows I don't, I don't even want to put that <laughs> no. even out there in the atmosphere or in, no I,
1: don't give her any ideas kind of thing
0: now I did say early <laughs> on that there was a, a path to having like a Nancy Pelosi being the you know all oh, it
1: is possible being the, if it's undecided all the way down right
0: Yeah. So, I mean, I think that this is going to go to the Supreme Court uh, and and Trump is not backing down because, I mean, look at who, you know, historically is funding these. uh, And I just realized that I wasn't recording on here, but I mean, luckily it's going to it's going to float. So let me next time uh, I let John talk that we'll have making sure that we are indeed on float. Otherwise, we might need to go re record the beginning of this uh but yeah i mean it does show that we are live now so if you guys are watching this on the replay which there's about a 99 chance that you're going to be watching this on the replay and, and uh, shout out to the four people it, it, watching Trump this not- right now and shout out to uh, zach who's been helping us out uh that i yeah this, this is going to go all the way to the supreme court in my opinion and now what you're seeing is oh well the new justice you know amy Comey Barrett or whatever her name is. And, oh, I do want to, you know, point out a correction that one of our guests had. Our guest said that she was a Rhodes Scholar. Uh, Eric Shine said that she was a Rhodes Scholar. She was actually graduated from like Rhodes University. So, and I'm sure yeah. that that's somebody, yeah, in the height of the moment, and that's easy, uh, you know, screw up to make. But I was yeah. like, man, how did that slip by me? She was a Rhodes yeah. Scholar. Like, like that, I mean, that would have been a big <laughs> Big F you, I mean, to the uh, you know, to the you know, average Trump po- voter. Or, yeah, you know.
1: we've had uh, we've had old scholars out there. I remember we had uh, what's her name, Naomi Klein, uh, was out there, and a couple others. So they're they're all over the place, and they're still getting funded. To, you know, to spread propaganda worldwide.
0: Yeah, lots of propaganda being spread worldwide. So how how's the news up yeah. there in uh, in Canada land over there when it comes to the elections? <laughs> are, are people? Uh, you know, hanging on the hat of the U.S. election up there. I mean, I know that you aren't, but you know, what about the average, you know, slave up there living in the Why? big cities? Are they are they concerned about who's going to win?
1: Oh yeah, they definitely. Everybody, like most here, are pro Biden, right? Uh, Biden is kind of like the conservative in uh, in Canada here, so <laughs> that's just to give you an overview of how bad it is over here. So of course, uh, everybody's running for Biden. Everybody hates Trump because they're all following Trump, right? So. Uh, no, they're all following Biden, and they won't want Biden to win. There's no like Trump positivity here at all, really. Uh, there's some old media, of course, up here that are talking about Trump, whatever. But uh, again, Tim, it's it, it's just usually you know that um, uh, we have like our Canadian media is extremely left-leaning, and of course they got bailed out $600 million, uh, a whole bunch of mainstream media outlets here by the government itself. You know that's uh, that's totally insane. So uh, you can't really, you know, uh, blame uh, Canadians for, uh, you know, being on the Biden side. But it's interesting, Tim, when you go and look at the actual stock markets. Uh, everything is up almost worldwide right now. Everybody's just super positive, even though that we were in a bubble initially when we started uh, before the election. And we've been like, I, I think how much were we up yesterday? Before we were the, up yesterday as well. Ele-
0: before the last election, too. We're in a yeah. And Trump even said we're in a big, fat, ugly bubble in uh, June. Of oh, January. yeah. And,
1: and of course, it's been propped up by central banks, uh, you know, constantly printing money uh, and bailing everybody out. And, and Tim, I don't know if um, I, I, the report that I created on central banks, I think I uh it'd be good for people to give a little tidbit since you're talking about central banks and their interventions but first i think we should talk about an article here let me uh i gotta find it here where is it uh it was uh something about central banks running uh central banks were running out of uh ammo uh, just tried to find it. Well, now. even the former,
0: uh, what's the guy's name? Is it's is not John Williams. Um, uh, who is the former uh, Bill Dudley? I mean, we went over this, I think, last time, was even saying, you know, what What can the Fed really do? And this is the former New York Fed head was saying, basically, you know, what if we did, you know, what, maybe the 30-year, you know, mortgage rate could go down another half a percent? I mean, it's already so low that it, it, what, is it being, you know, going from like two and a half to two? Is that really going to incentivize Some you know oh. some, somebody holding out there? And, and what yeah. can they really do? And that the answer is, and I'm saying this isn't like their words, what the answer is, is that we need Congress to step up big and to spend you know, even more money and give even more fiscal stimulus so that way then the Fed can come in and monetize more of the bonds, which is what Ben Bernanke or Hassan Ben Bernanke said that they were not going to do back in the day but you know they politicians line so so you got the article now that you can pull up on Uh,
1: actually you know what i don't have the article but what i'm gonna do is i'm actually gonna go through my report here because my report is way way better in detail than that uh, article probably been anyways uh so let me just go and share the screen here oh uh, i'm still disabled timmy i'm still disabled you you enabled the wrong john
0: (laughs) the wrong john
1: Okay, yeah sorry right now i don't have i i still waiting for a webcam so that's why we're having a little bit of technical issues here uh so we're just right around the corner here uh to get this set up
0: okay yeah No. you yeah, know what was happening is i've got here we go allow make a co-host boom but of course i got yeah. my camera right in the way so like i can't i'm just guessing where it is there we go now.
1: there we go okay okay yeah so uh, this is interesting, Tim. Uh, I uh, took some time over the last couple of weeks and I've been going through uh, the, uh, uh, the current markets, uh, like central banks and what they've done uh, around the world. Uh, and I wanted to put it into a little bit of context to actually like have it being worldwide. So this is, uh, you know, the data was published on the 31st of uh, December. So going to central bank's balance sheets Uh, over that time. And what's interesting here, so you could see that, for example, Russia has just totally collapsed their balance sheet by, you know, a mass amount of increase. Uh, It has something to do with that they've also been buying a lot of gold, uh, but their balance sheet has increased by uh, uh, 9,998.82%. So basically, uh <laughs> all the way up but it's interesting that they actually have a substantial amount of gold of course on their balance sheet now argentina uh, their balance sheet since 2008 has gone up twenty three hundred and seventy three uh ghana twenty two hundred and forty four then uh, like this is, these are actually rated on where they are uh in the world and how much you know they expanded their balance sheets by So like those uh, states there, you know, people laugh at them. It's like, well, that's kind of banana republics, blah, 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 blah. Uh, Well, look who's next now. Uh, We got uh, Canada with uh, 1,054%. Uh, Then next, we got the United Kingdom at 966%. Uh, you've got uh the uh bank no sorry uh Swiss National Bank at 951% and then Turkey at 940. So uh, like we're involved here, like Switzerland, UK, and Canada is actually like uh being a whole part of uh this whole scam. Uh and, and as you could see here, you know, if if you go and look at the total balance sheets here, like uh, this is a very awesome tool that you know I built. Uh, for people, you could actually see, you know, the balance sheet in 2008 for the Federal Reserve, Tim, was uh, approximately $800 billion. Uh, Currently, like as I did this, it was sitting at $7.21 uh, uh So that is also up. And I'll go into how much is actually, um, yeah, not right here, but I'll go into how much is up uh, very soon here. As you can see, you know, the, the increases were very small here uh from 20, 2008, to, 2008 to 2019 uh canada was only 342 so as you can see they really expanded their balance sheets here even argentina and everybody has um but as you can see here's the balance sheets uh, we're just going to go quickly through this these uh, it's just an interactive map that you can see all the countries uh, 77 central banks that i pulled data from Um, We're going to go down to here where we actually have the Federal Reserve's balance sheet, Tim, which increased by 893.93%, which is uh, quite substantial. This is since 2008, of course. Uh, so we're right uh, next, like after Turkey, which is, you know, everybody's making fun of Turkey Have printed their currency into Bolivian. Well, look at where the United States is, <laughs> not very far behind. And of course, Canada is up here, uh, which is, you know, supposed to be the bastion of uh, banking in the world. Uh, so they're in huge trouble. Then I, you know, pulled that. I had to... This is a lot of work because I had to go now, from... Does, does uh, Bolivia
0: have yeah. a big uh, balance sheet? Because then you could say, print it into Bolivia instead of
1: Oblivion. But... Uh, uh, you know what? I don't I know do not even you know? Just... When, yeah, actually here, in Bolivia has... Uh, well, they're actually uh, quite uh, less, but they still are expanding. Just a matter of uh, 269. 269. Yeah. <laughs> so, yeah, it, it's not as bad as... You know, they, they were... You know, you got to make fun, but actually at the bottom end, they're the only... Uh, one that hasn't re- gone up over 100% is uh, Finland, <laughs> uh, the Central Bank of Finland. Now, if you go and look at the actual increase in uh, in uh, you know balance sheets since 2008, four different uh, central banks. You actually have uh, not the Fed at the top, but uh, the ECB, the European Central Bank. They're actually at the top here, Tim, which is super interesting. Uh, next, of course, right after, so we got 6.6 trillion, then you got 6.3. Is, is it possible
0: uh, for you to uh, enlarge yeah. your screens? Uh, maybe like, yeah, zoom let in. Me, uh, all the uh, old let me people out there and me.
1: Uh, zoom this in. How do I do it now? Like in the
0: upper right-hand corner, like with those three boxes. Uh, yeah, hold on. So, so upper right, there should be your other right. Yeah, keep going. No, no. Go up a little bit. I see like, oh, three hold boxes on. at the top. Yeah, sorry. Yeah, there's, sorry, there's yeah. three boxes at the top, and then I believe that's – then, yeah, I so see zoom. Oh,
1: yeah, there we go, yeah. Okay, here just
0: because when you when you start getting into the actual numbers it was like super yeah targeted. it is
1: it is very detailed so it is a lot of numbers uh yeah it's a little bit better uh let's yeah, go down a lot here. better yeah so here so here you can see the numbers yeah that's a lot better uh as you can see here you got 6.6 trillion uh from the ECB and increases in balance sheets uh they've been buying a lot of corporate co- bonds or whatever. we can actually go into detail of some of the major central banks actually put detailed uh, balance sheets up then we have the federal reserve at 6.3 trillion 5.5 trillion is japan 3.3 trillion increase is uh china and these are all in u.s dollars so i had to like actually uh do the currency exchange as well but you can see a lot of countries even tiny norway with 5 point, uh five point two million people has increased the balance sheet almost one trillion dollar in value that's totally 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 insane because norway is you know Compared to the countries that have increased their balance sheets, here Norway is, you know, like a little blip. It's like a state in the U.S. or even less a lot of times. Even you know, if you look at California, it's like a, a tenth of California almost. Uh, but as you can see, you know, there's a lot of a uh, lot of increase in balance sheets. Everybody is expanding. Um, there's a couple that actually have decreased: uh, the the Philippines, Angola, and uh, and Finland uh they're the only ones that have decreased the us dollar size of their balance sheets here you can actually see the uh we're gonna go here and see balance sheet increase so here you can see the total in the world like how big of a total they have so the federal reserve is here at 17.23 uh the ecb is 17.97 and then uh, japan so all of those are let's see here so 17 18. That's 35, 40, 50 percent. The three biggest central banks, Tim, has increased uh, like stands for a 50 percent of all of the increase. 50 percent. That's that's pretty wild, if you ask me. Uh, here you can actually see the the current balance sheet, very detailed balance sheet of the Federal Reserve. Uh, and see what they're actually holding. Uh, as you can see, the bigger holding, uh, the biggest holdings are bonds and mortgage-backed securities, of course. So they currently hold 53.39%. Uh, uh, if we go down here, we're going to look at Bank of Canada. They hold 50% of uh, 50% of government bonds. Then they hold uh, still. They're in the rear and repo territory here, so they're doing a lot of term repos still that are not going to actually. It started to slightly increase again now. So uh, here in Canada, we're in severe trouble. Uh, and of course, the central bank came out and said that, yeah, interest rates are gonna stay at zero until 2023. And uh, you guys go out and buy that new car, you know, uh, make sure that you do that Renault that you have put on hold because we're gonna hold interest rates on zero until 2023. Uh, here's Japan, you know, Japan- I'm is not sure a... too
0: many people know that Renault is a, is a car company, but uh, it's a, a French <laughs> car company for those of you who- uh, Renault,
1: aren't... yeah. Renault, Renault. I. Uh, it's <laughs> yeah. It's actually. Uh, I no. I never had a Renault. I had a Peugeot though. Uh, my dad had like two Peugeots. So I. I actually, a terrible. Uh, sounds like you saying. Sounds like you're saying car, like my but...
0: name. It sounds like you're almost saying like my like, my last name. <laughs> Peugeot. <or
1: whatever. laughs> yeah. No. It's it was a beautiful car, but the, actually the uh, the transmission ceased. The oil ceased up around uh, minus degrees. So. <laughs> terrible uh and and then of course here you have uh where we're heading everybody's got to look at japan because tim that's where we're actually heading we're heading towards the uh uh, the mass purchasing of government securities because nobody's going to be able to buy them as you see, they're at 76%. cattle was at 50 The Fed was at about 30%. So this, what so
0: this, so this means for people at home is that this is, it means that 76% of all the government yeah. bonds for Japan are being bought by the Japanese Central Bank. Is that what you're Yeah, yeah, that? exactly. Yeah,
1: they're actually owning uh, 76% of, uh, no, sorry, uh, 76% of the balance sheet. I think it's even more. Yeah, I to want to
0: honest. say at one point, they yeah. were in like a conundrum where in order to get the race yeah. down, they had to buy like, I think over 100%. Like they had to monetize the monetization.
1: I, I I think, they're, I think they're very high, to be honest with you. Uh, this is the last one here. This is uh, the ECB, as you can see, well, they have 51% of their uh, in bonds, just uh, government bonds. Uh, then you have uh, uh, repo operations here as well. So they're in repo mode as well, uh, together with what Bank of Canada was. I haven't done Bank of England. I might actually do a couple more central banks because this is a beautiful program that I could upgrade anything that I want. But as you can see here they actually have gold uh over there at the european central bank which canada has none of <laughs> uh this is an interesting uh one here because uh here's two charts so what they're showing tim is they're actually showing uh the top central bank's balance sheets uh and then it also shows uh the balance sheets as a percentage of gdp And as you can see, as the balance sheets increase, you know, you would think that the GDP should get better whatever, because it fixes the economy actually gets worse. So, like, currently, you know, it started down here, Tim, at uh, 16.1% of uh, GDP. uh, And now it's all the way up here at 56.31% of the total GDP. So that's actually everything that gets produced in the world. Uh, The uh, top uh, 77 central banks actually hold 56.31% of that on their balance sheet in, in different types of assets. Nobody's cutting, uh, increasing interest rates right now. Everybody's cutting, uh, here's, uh, conclusions. So final numbers, this is very interesting. Since 2008, Tim, uh, the, uh, well, actually, sorry, no, um, uh the uh the total balance sheets right now for the top 77 central banks is at 46 trillion 46.9 trillion of course that increases day by day uh since 2008 balance sheets increased f- 36.77 trillion uh pretty insane uh, if you ask me uh and then you have since uh like between october so i just wanted to put it in context so how fast it's been increasing so from uh, uh, 2016, uh, to, uh, 2020, you know, a whole bunch of that increase have happened already. Uh, and then of course, since 2019, we're up, uh, 12.59%. So yeah, it, as you can see this, this report is, uh, it's great. It's very detailed, you know, it's, uh, it's a pretty cool program that I get to use uh, and geek out on. So, uh, I really like it. And, um, uh, it just shows you how, how bad it is with uh, central banks, Tim, uh, these days and how much uh, they've been bailing out the economy, trying to constantly prop up this bubble. And and as this article said that we couldn't show because it's behind a paywall, you know, it says that central banks are running, uh, running out of firepower. That's basically what it is. You know, the Central Bank of Japan, we didn't mention too much, but they bought... Every single type of asset that you can find out there—they have stocks, bonds, uh, uh, corporate bonds, anything on their balance sheet.
0: Yeah, I mean, and the one thing that they should be buying that they're not—it would be, uh, you know, Bitcoin, not investment advice. Yeah. So we do, we, and we'll get to that in a second. But you know, yeah. while keeping on the theme of uh, of central banks here, here's an article out of barons that I did reference on my Tim and Yoshi. And if you guys are watching this right now on on well on YouTube or uh, just realize that I'm actually taking a lot. Now this video is not too controversial, but you know, I guess we did talk about them stealing the election which i guess is the exact controversy they don't want us talking about but so maybe this won't be there but we're actually take we're only leaving our videos up there for maybe like a week maybe a few days it's a random grab bag of winner i feel like taking it off but we're not going to leave the videos up permanently on youtube so if you want to see them you got either head to the website at the liberty advisor show.com which we are still working at getting that all all uh, hooked up but we do now have every single tim and john show on BitChute in Fantastic. order on its as its own playlist and so now that is that's all caught up thank you zach for getting us caught up on that the tim and yoshi show is now also caught up uh, and we'll be doing more of just random walk and talks with my dog and, and we'll just be more con- consistent we're happy, hoping to have these episodes out on tuesdays and thursdays that's the tim and john show if you want to watch this live uh make sure to sign up uh you know, alternative platforms to find us because I don't want to prioritize, you know, people that are just being lazy on YouTube, which, you know, guilty that I'm, you know, one of those lazy guys on YouTube, but I've been getting myself, you know, more on library. I mean, go ask your favorite creator to go over to library. Anyways, quick pitch. We're not running ads on YouTube. So, you know what, we've got to pitch every now and then. And I'm just pitching to other places. You guys to find this information because who else told you that Joe Biden was going to win? Uh, this go around and who else told you that Donald Trump was going to win last go, go around. I'm just taking a victory lap because guess what? I'm probably like the only motherfucker out there that said Trump was going to win in 2016 and he'd lose this time. Nobody said that. I got ridiculed by everybody. Not that I really care, but, you know, having getting called crazy back then, getting called crazy again this time by the same people that were wrong this time were wrong that time. And you know what? And to the Democrats out there, you guys could have made this a cakewalk if you would have elected anybody else except for these two assholes that were up there. I mean, if you would have had Pete Buttigieg up there, the CIA, CIA asset, Rhodes Scholar, he, you know, military guy, he would have whooped Trump's ass. You would have had. I don't know if Elizabeth Warren would have. That one's questionable. Uh, Tulsi Gabbard would have destroyed him. Uh, Bernie Sanders would have decimated him. But nope, you had to go with the old establishment guy, which, you know, through all the shenanigans going on, you know, it could still be Trump at the end of the day once all these lawsuits. But imagine. They should have
1: Tulsi versus uh, Ron Paul. That would have been epic.
0: Yeah, just imagine the amount of psychological warfare, the amount of propaganda that's going to be going into the American people and around the world. I mean, this is going to just get to insane levels of, I mean, it's already at insane levels. We've got a whole, you know, freaking psyop pandemic going on, uh, that notwithstanding. But I mean, we're going to, they're just going to throw every single thing at Donald Trump of look at him. He's ruining the integrity of our elections. And speaking of which, I was driving home at around 1230 at night, uh, mountain time, and during the night of the election. And all of a sudden, I I heard Trump's, uh, you know, sort of like victory speech. And when I got home, I decided to turn it on to the fake news uh, CNN and MSNBC and they were freaking out I mean they're like, this is the worst thing that's ever happened in American history that this is you know there's never been anyone that's undermined the legitimacy of the democracy such as Donald Trump and there is this is the darkest day the White House has ever seen I mean the White House was fucking burned down at once I mean it was darker than that the Canadians the Canadians. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. After uh, the first Central Bank of America was was yeah. destroyed, which and then there was also a hemp embargo. Lots. There's other reasons outside of what's in your textbook. Because whatever's in your textbook, yeah. and you know, what, I just realized that I I had it on the article instead of having an us. But whatever is on the article, whatever is on. Uh, You know, the textbook is wrong. But anyways, this article goes on to say why Fed Chairman Jerome Powell is the winner no matter the election results. And, Uh, and, you know, we do have the FOMC, Federal Open Market Committee, meeting today. I'm sure, you know, they're going to talk about printing even more money. Uh, You know, these guys have been wrong and everything. But, you know, as we're we're talking about this, we have Bitcoin just absolutely going through the roof. So taking a look at this, Bitcoin hits highest level since January 2018 amid post-election volatility. And then taking a look at this a timestamp right now, let me refresh the page to make sure we've got the most accurate numbers, even though I've got the price of Bitcoin on my desk at all times, but we're at 15,176 timestamp, November 5th, 2020. Ethereum, uh, wow, Bitcoin up almost 13%. Ethereum at 413. Tether, it's a dollar, imagine that. Uh, Bitcoin Cash 249, and then you know, then Monero. I'll go point that one out. 119. Okay. Yeah, Litecoin.
1: Litecoin is also Litecoin is uh always been there. You know, was the second crypto to uh well third crypto to ever come. No, was it second or third that ever came out? So.
0: I think there was a, actually there was like a name coin or something that may have actually been the first one that uh first fork of, of Bitcoin and I, I know one of the guys. There was,
1: was... an Aurora coin as well. I, I forgot what it was called. And then there was some uh, other scams too. Yeah, and I then was... there was actually there was Dogecoin at the time too. When I in 2013, there was like three or four of them or five.
0: Yep. And uh, we have also I mean, taking a look at the fear and greed index. I mean, I don't want to say we're only, but we're only at a 72 with a $15,000 handle on Bitcoin, which is insane because what it's showing is that uh, for those who don't know, the fear and greed index, you know, basically every time it's into, you know, extreme greed is usually, you know, a bad time to buy because, you know, it's basically people are always buying at the wrong time but when it's an extreme fear and everyone's like oh bitcoin's dead and it's going to zero that historically has always been the best time to buy so now we're in the 72 which you know once you start getting into the 80s not that this is like a rule or anything and then you know that's when you start getting frothy but who knows it could go from you could be an, an 80 at 20,000, then maybe it goes to 90 and gets to 40,000 and then drops back yeah. down to 15 or something I and mean, so who knows i mean nobody knows how it's going to shake out but you know if you're going to be the, and, and to me, I mean, as a financial advisor, the best way to do it is just to buy a little bit each, mo- each month if you're just starting off into this. And and again, you should be researching this. You should go to my BitChute channel where I've got like about 40 videos breaking that, everything down to Bitcoin because you've got people who, I mean, John and I have been in this for a while, so you've got people who... You know, all of a sudden, like, oh, have you thought of this? Yes, we have. We were thinking about a lot of these issues when it was at three dollars, and I was skeptical at first and thought it was going to be used as the mark of the beast. And guess what? It probably is going to be used as the mark of the beast technology. Uh, but so that's why we need to have you know private, yeah. decentralized ones.
1: And hey, Tim, know... I haven't paid attention, but like you got wrapped Bitcoin. What the heck is that? That one is number fifteen now on uh, market cap. Yeah, What's you know, what? I saw. That... Have you heard about that? One?
0: Yeah, I have no idea what that is. I mean, I've got to look at it's... that. I'm guessing it's, it's priced like at rebrand. the exact
1: same price. It, it's, it's weird. Bitcoin,
0: it's you know what it is. Uh, and this is just real quickly looking at this like in two seconds. But it's Bitcoin on the Ethereum network. So what I think it is is you uh, can like, kind of like lock your Bitcoin up on the Ethereum network and then right. be able to then implement smart contracts within Bitcoin. This is now this is all just like off the top of my head of what I'm yeah, yeah. what I'm guessing. Uh, this is uh, Bitcoin. Blah, blah blah blah. It's a well, it's a. Joint project with three organizations. Let me go to the screen here of uh, Bitgo, Kyber Networks, and Ren. So I am familiar with Bitgo, and I, I believe actually yeah. Goldman Sachs actually has a stake in Bitgo. Um, yeah, yeah I and mean, we'll we'll get back to that. I, mean, I don't want to yeah. you know, look at this in oh. real time and waste your guys' time on this. We like to move fast over here. Don't like dead air. But another Bitcoin related uh, story is. One billion dollars worth of Bitcoin linked to the Silk Road black market is on the move, analysis shows. And so there was a, a major wallet that was out there. And let me try to find this. And uh, basically, what they're saying is, you know, could this be Ross Albrook behind, you know, the sixty-nine thousand three hundred sixty-nine Bitcoins that were moving today? And and you know, how did Ross, you know, end up doing this? And I actually had sent this to uh to ross's mom lynn albrook and was just you know showing her like how ridiculous this is i mean her son's been you know in a cage not not, has no access to internet no access to his family no (laughs) access to anybody uh you know and and it's like you know it's, it's just laughable but if anything and this was her answer to me it shows that he wasn't the only one you know having any involvement with silk road if there's other people that have you know, that are able to control a wallet with 69,000 Bitcoin in it, almost 70,000 Bitcoin in it. It shows that he is not the only one that, you know, had this access to it and, you know, being behind bars right now and in a cage, you know, he's got no access to anything, no access to Internet. You know, outside visitors can't see him or anything. So, you know, it would be very hard to be moving something now during this pandemic If for Ross when people can't even go and see him uh, <laughs> And so, uh, you know, it's just, you know, sort of laughable when you actually, you know, I mean, unfortunately, it's not laughable because we're talking about a real life, you know, guys. head Well, there's actually, uh, yeah,
1: uh, there's actually companies that are trying to taint those Bitcoins so they can't be used on any exchanges in the future as well. Uh, which is pretty insane. Like, if you have tainted, uh, you know, cash on you, you know, like cash have been used to drug deals all over the world. I mean, what percentage of uh, cash yeah. you, has like cocaine on it? It's like <laughs> yeah. twenty-dollar bills. It's
0: like insane amount of percentage yeah. has cocaine on it. So yeah, exactly. Um, so what does – I mean, does Jerome Paul care about people that are doing coke? I mean, how are they going to – which I guess now in Oregon, I guess, they can walk around with street drugs on them. They made that legal. And speaking of central banks, you know, getting high and everything, with we uh,
1: weed did – What are bankers – yeah, what are bankers going to do, though, Tim, when uh, you uh, remove cash with cocaine? I don't know. Uh, are they going to slow down the money printing? I mean, I don't know.
0: They're not going <laughs> to. They're not going to have the uh, ability to print his money so quickly. But yeah, I mean, yeah. Th- so that was you know an- just another story that I saw. Another one. Me sort of skipping around here, but I did see that just recently, right before we came on air, that the uh, Pennsylvania lieutenant governor predicts Biden will win states 20 electoral votes, and it's you know they've got you know about 770,000 votes left to be counted. And even though Trump has, you know, a huge-ass lead, somehow these guys know that Trump is going to lose. And this is the same attorney general that beforehand – I guess that would be the – this is the assistant – but his his boss, ahead of times, like, in no way are we going to declare, you know, Trump's going to win. And this is, like, a day or two before the election, you know, saying this sort of crap. And, again, I am a, you know, libertarian anarchist voted for Kanye West. I don't have a dog in this fight. You're a, you know, Norwegian-Canadian anarchist that has no dog in this fight. But I do want to, you know, just giving – it's just – all the Trump derangement syndrome that's going on and all the craziness that's going on. It's just, uh,
1: Oh, there's, there's lots like people are riding now and protesting everywhere. Uh, Trump people are out there knocking on doors. It's like, let us in. We've got to see this count what's happening here. Uh, so there's, there's a lot. I think it was perfect because I, uh, remember how I also said, you know, the, there's going to be a contestant.
0: Yes, you did. You did say that. It looks like, uh, one of our internets went down. Not sure if it was my internet or your internet. So I'll uh try to make that, so I'll uh try to make sure there's no more dead dead air on here. But it, one other article I did want to mention. Yeah, I think it's yeah Yeah, one of our internets went down. Oh, there. Who knows? But uh I did want to mention another article because no matter what it seems like it's going to be great for stocks according to jp morgan because it says in a moment of brutal honesty jp morgan says economic disaster and more lockdowns will be great for stocks and so what that means is that that there's more stimulus and more you know ppp type programs are going to be going out there and so, uh, who do I mean? If you are like an independent, hey, you
1: can do nothing and get paid, right? Like that's better for anything, you know. We're the that in the great UK. economy. we are
0: doing that in the UK. Doing
1: that. In yeah, Canada. Canada. Doing oh yeah. It,
0: but even, but in America, it's been now. I guess for, you know, for the small business owner, I feel like in America has gotten shafted harder than a lot of places around the world because you know they gave you know us like three months worth of you know uh, I think payrolls, but then you know that was, uh, like six months ago or five months ago. So, I mean, so it's like we've been on lockdown now for almost a year and they gave us three months worth of worth of payment. And, uh, whereas in a lot of places, I think in the UK, they're getting like 75, 80% of, of payment or something like that. Yeah. There's
1: a lot. Of, that's, uh, one of the reasons why uh, Norway, for example, is massively high on their balance sheet. They've been bailing up left front and center, uh, just massively over there. Norway is, you know, given uh, 75% of full uh, salary to or 80% of salary to, to uh, employees. So it's just been totally insane the amount of money that have been dealt out throughout this whole crisis. Uh, Tim, I would just want to mention a couple more since we uh, before we leave the crypto uh, space. There's a couple of uh, bigger crypto news out there. Uh, Iranians are starting to really adopt crypto, uh, as you know the, the sanctions, uh, you know constant sanctions on the U- U- U.S., you know uh, from banning them from SWIFT and all that. Uh, so that's starting to happen. Uh, Hong Kong is uh, wanting to actually uh, regulate uh, crypto platforms. You know you saw how well that uh, went in, um, for example, over at uh, what's that place now? Uh, BitLicense in New York. Well and what a scam
0: Delphi. that! What a scam yeah. that was! So, for people that don't yeah. know, uh, there was a bit license in New York, and how that came about, there was a New York uh, State Department of Financial Services, and the guy that was, and, uh, his name is, is slipping right now, but the guy that was behind that and created all these rules and all this bullshit, you had to go around, and it cost like like a hundred thousand dollars, like at least to get stop one of these. competition. To right. get one of these licenses, and so, anyways, as soon as ah, I think the guy's name is like Eric something, it's gonna drive me nuts because it's right on the tip of my tongue. Eric Schmidt. No, if uh, if I, oh, man, it's gonna drive me nuts. Anyway, but next time we talk, I'll go and figure this out. But what is what they did was as soon as they enacted all these rules, then that guy then stepped down, and then as soon as he stepped down. Uh, basically him and all of his underlings go and created a consultancy firm on how to get around the rules that he just created. And then I believe he then had something to do with, with, uh, with ripple. And I mean, just another reason why I didn't like ripple, but I mean, that should be criminal. You create all these rules and then you then create the company to then get around the rules and then leave the New York state department of financial services. But you got people like me who left New York and who knows at this rate money to leave Arizona too with uh, you know, they just voted to raise taxes on the top, in uh, you know, the top bracket up here, to go from uh, what was it, four and a half percent to eight. So an eight percent state income tax when it was four and a half, and for most people, it's only, it's only like increase. two. Yeah, so I mean it's yeah almost 100 percent, but yeah it's uh, yeah. But, so, but it's for the teachers, it's for the kids, it's for the school. So, I mean, why the fuck do the teachers need more money right now? I mean, they're not even, like, basically, you know, they might not even need going back to school for having, you know, Bill Gates is writing about all these new pandemics that are down the line. And, and he's always, like, saying this with a smile, like, oh, and the next one's going to be even worse. Uh, like, he like, <laughs> like already knows the inside details. But what do you do? You have any articles on the Iranian Bitcoin that you wanted to share? Yeah,
1: actually, yeah, actually, I could share it right now here. Just one second. Uh, yeah, there's uh, so there's a lot of things happening there. Of course, uh, another place in the Middle East that's also heavily into um, crypto is um, uh, is um, uh, Turkey as well. Turkey is very uh, has probably one of the biggest ad- adoptions of uh, cryptocurrencies in the world. So here's the Iran pivoting. Uh, you know, they they're getting the authorities uh, are actually. Uh, Mining and they're handing out uh, mining licenses to uh, three power plants uh, to provide energy for mining firms. So they're doing that. Um, it says here two, three power plants requiring uh, the local mine tokens to be sold to the central bank of Iran to help pay for imports. So actually, <laughs> there you go. That's uh, the central bank of Iran now. I predicted in 2019 that it was going to be happen that a central bank would use it as reserves but here you go the Iranian central bank is now using bitcoin tim as reserves to then do you know uh, international trade as it says here. so that is interesting my predictions came true to uh, tim and I I'm, I'm pretty sure that you also had a similar prediction on that uh, that you know central banks would have to adopt uh, these currencies um and especially then of in course, a place especially
0: yeah. in places that are banned like you know venezuela yeah. and they're cut off from the outside yeah walls. right it's you know even like wikileaks back in the day when they were sort of forced into bitcoin and ended up
1: being like a great blessing in disguise for them yeah so talking about that like we got an article right here tim you kind of rolled right into the article here uh, and it's venezuela to incorporate bitcoin and litecoin world's international remittance uh, platform uh, so it's basically the government run whatever platform, but they can actually allow people to use uh light and uh bitcoin on that platform. Uh, of course, their petrol uh token uh failed over there, they tried to you know pull that off, which is uh, which is pretty interesting. But that really really failed, Tim. Uh, we were looking at bit license, I was trying to find the name, Tim, of uh the, oh Benjamin Lossky, yeah, ben yeah, Ben Lossky, yeah, it's yeah. Ben Lossky. <laughs> so he's out now again creating another fun trying to do some uh, shenanigans over there again uh over in uh new york and talking about new york uh, let's mention this here uh new york is about to kill a whole lot of uh landlords oh you know let's uh, let's,
0: let's, let's stay yeah. on new york with bitcoin because yeah. I, I remember sure. giving a yeah. client event a, a few years ago uh you know it was, it was you know when bitcoin was you know, pretty frothy and i was showing them, like, you know, how to, you know, and these are people that were not into Bitcoin already. And so it's like, hey, and I think I sent them, uh, it was either Litecoin or it was one of the faster tokens because I didn't want to, at the time, I didn't want to wait, you know, and have Bitcoin mess up or maybe it was Ethereum. Uh, actually, no, no, it was Dash. I sent them Dash because I knew that would be a quicker and sort of explaining it. And then I was teaching them how to go from Dash into Bitcoin and using ShapeShift. Um, and I think it was like a Changely app or something, or it wasn't Changely. It was some. I forgot what, what wallet I was using at the time, but uh, anyways, I was going on to Shapeshift inside the wallet to then transfer from one to another. Exodus. No, it wasn't Exodus. Oh, okay. uh, you know, I could probably figure it out in a few minutes. But, anyway, but Shapeshift
1: was... is great, by the way. I, so I love it. I always... Yeah, so
0: Shapeshift was inside was inside yeah. this wallet, and so I went to go. You know, you it and I'm like, I'm like, shit, I can't get this to work. And I kept trying it and trying and trying it, and I'm like, oh wait, I'm in New York. I don't have a VPN turn on and because of because I'm originally from New York so now it ShapeShift because of the bit license wasn't allowed to operate in New York and so actually on the <laughs> ShapeShift website it actually says uh-huh. we're not we're banned in uh, or we're not banned but we don't the two places that we don't work in are New York and North Korea. So uh so Eric <laughs> Vorhees so Eric Vorhees who is behind that you know, basically wanted to give a big FU to New York, which, you know, they first, I guess, gave him the FU to him first. Yeah, Uh, Biden lead in Nevada widened to 12,000 after more votes were reported in Clark County. Uh, So I guess that's just one more... uh, one more nail in the coffin for, for Trump. But again, this is going to drag out. I think it's going to go all the Supreme Court. Now people are saying... Yeah, oh, I think,
1: like, how long do you figure it's going to drag out to? Like, how long can uh, Trump drag this out? Like, all the way till uh, December?
0: I mean, they could drag it out. What? I mean, I mean, you know how long stuff takes with courts. I mean, they could drag this out to, I mean, after the inauguration. I mean, hypothetically. I mean, they, this could be... Yeah. And then at, at that point, the riot... I mean, it almost seems like that's would be even better for the deep state and better for the democrats oh yeah they they get so much stuff and like ed griffin was talking about this so much stuff got passed with trump i mean there's more gun legislation got passed by trump uh than, than obama you know the federal reserve doubling undersize uh in size all these you know bad things that republicans and conservatives laid down on and said nothing about and if you were to get a huge amount of civil unrest and trump's in there to do like sort of not that he's like necessarily doing their bidding but he's you know, inadvertently you know doing their bidding on a lot of different fronts and he's also yeah messing things up for them and slowing them down and acting like a giant monkey wrench so i don't want to you know poo-poo everything over here but uh i almost think it benefits them the most to have trump sort of win in a legal lawsuit type situation have it dragged out foment all this hate foment all this terror yeah. get like the riot upgrades have antifa being out there causing like you know some you know i'm sure you know police officers might be you know yeah you want a team or, or, the I
1: mean, clash with uh clash everybody. with proud boys and other groups and then, they're right? gonna, like, then, they really then
0: they're gonna make them you are gonna yeah. make more proud boys more other groups and then yeah. you know anyone who's white and you know trying standing up for this is gonna be branded some you know uh you know white nationalist uh you know supremacist uh because that's just what they do and uh, let's see, it looks like Trump is still leading in Georgia, the Pennsylvania but you technically,
1: Tim, you're technically not white, though. Like, you're Italian. So you could claim that you're uh, a little fair-skinned. Come
0: on. Yeah, I mean, I don't know. I mean, with the with it with all the, with the all these bright lights on me, I look a lot more white than I really am. But uh, it, but what's funny, but what's funny is that Italians weren't considered white until about 1950. But I'm only half Italian, yeah. so uh, so in America, Italians were considered white until basically after World War II. And so basically, like my dad was pretty much like the only one that got got the benefit of being like a white guy in America. And uh, even though he's he is 100, percent. so. Yeah. Because then now it's like not because before it was like you wanted to be a white guy. Then it was now you don't want to be a white guy. So now yeah, we're actually, considered a white yeah. guy, right? as being a white guy is now all of a sudden like the evil evilness. So I'm glad that, you know, one generation of Pachauts got to be, you know, a white guy when being a white guy was. But if
1: you were to blame somebody, Tim, you've got to blame the Italians. You know, they had they the Roman Empire, they created the influence on the U.S. Empire. And then, of course, the Venetian banksters.
0: <laughs> Or that. I mean, if anything, you bring it back to the Jesuits, or uh
1: yeah, no, I'll just, I'll just screw it in. It's just really funny. No, it's a, that that whole thing, uh Tim. It is you know, like when you go look at history. uh Actually, the Jewish uh, merchants were uh, were uh, bringing over paper currency ideas to Europe because they did a lot of trade with the Chinese, and they actually brought a lot of it over. Uh, with them, and then suddenly, you know, started popping up over all over Europe, you know, from uh, 1600 and forward. So, of course, like, ideas like these spread, um, when people see... Like, Both of which are groups I, that the
0: yeah. KKK and Planned Parenthood were trying to kill. I mean, the, the largest mass yeah. lynching in America by the KKK was against Italians. It wasn't even against blacks. And so... that's yeah, not that interesting? In 1891 <laughs> in Louisiana. Yeah. And so, uh, yeah, it, 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 most, no one, like, almost knows that. I mean, the KKK, I mean, the what was it uh margaret sanger who started the kk or started planned parenthood almost same thing so planned parenthood has been even more effective way more effective at uh killing people than than uh than the kkk ever was but she said blacks jews and italians are like human weeds and like weeds that need to be exterminated and now you know donald trump even gave planned parenthood more money last year than he did uh than even what happened underneath the uh obama regime so i mean that's just one more thing that people don't realize and and actually, you see this picture? They got the White House is like all walled off right now. They erected like this huge wall. They built the wall. Uh, around... I mean, they couldn't build the wall. That's so where they built the wall. Okay, yeah. there
1: you go. That's I I forgot. Maybe it was confused about where to build the wall, and it ended up being around the White House. You know, like I don't know. To, I want like, a wall being built, gonna...
0: blocking yeah. off California. That's where I want the wall, if there is going a real <laughs> wall, because hey, you got coming you here, got California. Like,
1: california fied? no what would you call it like arizona
0: i mean they've got anything i actually don't think arizona is as blue as people make it out to be because we you know like when they say the senate turned blue well it turned blue because we were running these basically you know democratic light republican rhino never Trumpers. it's more like canadian
1: conservatives who call them that are like democratic leaning, like they're more liberal uh Uh, We have that in Norway as well, you know, our uh, conservatives over there in Norway, uh, they're very, actually the conservatives in Norway ran with the Progressive Party, uh, and suddenly the Progressive Party got kicked out of Parliament because they were uh, anti-immigration too much, and uh, there's there's racists in there, Uh, there definitely is, but it's, uh, yeah, they just threw them out uh, <laughs> over there in Norway. And, of course, Norway just, like, uh, getting bad. You know, it's interesting, Tim. You go and look all over the world right now. Everybody's, like, talking lockdowns. Everybody wants to go into further lockdowns here in... And- at a toll, but well, it's going to be good York for the Hughes. stock
0: market, according to J.P. Morgan. So, of course, everybody wants Yeah, to.
1: yeah, yeah. So, and and then everybody gets to sit on their ass, do nothing, and then just receive money for free from the central banks. You know, we all become slaves to the central and I can't banks believe and, that uh, the people
0: out there just want to sit. I mean, yeah, I can believe it. But, I mean, I'm just a guy that I can't sit down for more than, like, two no, seconds it's... and to think that there's people that just want to, you know – Sit around all day, do nothing and be like, oh, well, if only Joe Biden was elected, my life would be so much better. Well, guess what? If you're a fucking loser right now, you're probably going to be a fucking loser no matter which person is elected (laughs) next time. If you're broke, you hate your life, nothing's going good. Guess what? probably not going to change no matter who's you know that's so.
1: that's the thing tim you know i've been i've been uh, close to broke when i've uh, been younger like i when i moved over with my wife you know i couldn't find work properly and all that stuff so i was i was pretty broke uh but i never stopped i never received a dollar from the government in my life the only time i was forced to receive money from the government was when i received the uh, the child benefits that my parents got <laughs>
0: <laughs> in 2018 18. yeah i mean and, yeah. and i was not some rich guy and came from parents who had me at 19 and 20 years old so obviously you know that's not the you know the path to you know prosperity oh. and then had to then they got kicked out of my dad's house and mom left you know several years before that and then lived with my grandparents so, i mean you want to look at like the scale of being uh of yeah. you know i mean a lot of uh i mean growing up with a single parent dad you know Historically, from a statistical perspective, puts you further behind the eight ball than growing up with a single parent mom, and then getting then kicked out of your dad's house, and then living with your grandparents. That puts you in like a statistical category of about (laughs) zero when it comes to you know trying to be successful, and then i've you know finally you know was working. Well, I I
1: think Tim, I think you had good mentors though throughout your lifetime, and I think that's important to uh, make that point. Is that you can be as broke as you want, but if you find those good people around you that are willing to help you and, and mentor you and give you direction in life, I think that's very powerful. Like, I was lucky that my dad was that guy, the initial guy that put me on that path. So, I was very, very lucky in my life, you know, to have that happening to me at our early stage. So I always have had that, you know, want to do more in life and want to. You know, uh, bring prosperity to the world around me, and and uh, make you know world problems, and try to fix them, and not sit. Yeah, in and it's in not even
0: about making money either, and it's not about no. being rich. But you know, if you want to help change the world, I mean, it's a lot easier to do so. You know, if you've got money, and you, or if you have the yeah. time to be able to think about these bigger issues and so you know back when i wasn't really that great at marketing i didn't know anybody i mean i started my career the day Lehman brothers went down i mean so i mean think of a worse time to try to be a financial advisor than the day Lehman brothers goes down being 22 trying to convince people being shy too at the time and trying to convince people to give you you know their life savings very tough ask to do and then, I, and then once I finally get some traction in New York, then my wife at the time wanted to move to Arizona, had to basically start all over. Then after a few years, I started getting built up in Arizona and then switched companies. Even though if I stayed at the company I was originally with, I had inside info that a bunch of people, top guys were leaving and I would have inherited their accounts, probably could have made like half a million bucks, decided to not do that because I didn't want to be you know, a slave because then I would have been stuck in that system like basically forever and would have been controlled. So then went to be, you know, become an independent financial advisor. Then finally, after two years, built myself back up to where I was kind of before. Right as I got to that, that point, uh, I was forced to basically resign in order to give a speech on cryptocurrency. And then as I make the pivot to cryptocurrency, that entire game plan I had for, you know, being able to sell when the price of Bitcoin was high, all went to crap because then the price of Bitcoin basically didn't... Re- get back up high until basically today when we hit $15,000 yeah. again. So I mean, yeah, that's, now been, we're starting I mean to... that's been nearly three yeah. years in the making on that too. And so, yeah, I'm a 12 night, 12 year overnight success. We're finally now. Uh, and I, and I feel, I'm not say cocky, but somewhat confident on this. When I was sitting in cash in 2008, had the put options went in the, going into the fourth quarter of 2018, when everything went down, bought the put options again in January of 20, uh, January 15th, 20, uh, I'm forgetting my years year 2020 so it's it's like how many times lightning gonna strike i'm not always gonna get this but you know i feel good enough that you know me being with me versus with somebody else it's a win-win-win that we can help you and your family out or great you don't need the help but maybe you know someone that is like-minded and i'm not trying to even bring everybody on even as clients i'm only trying to bring on like other like crypto libertarian anarchists yeah red-pilled people that are awake to what's going on because i don't want to have to watch what i say and 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 uh and i was watching what i had to say but it but it but in terms of mentors, you can go out and find some. There, you can go yeah. out and uh, you know, there's great people online, like for business or for sales. I mean, looking up guys like like Grant Cardone when it comes to like marketing. You know, he oh, there's tons p- of great guys out there. himself as like there. a closer, yeah. but he's I don't I think you know. But there's so many different things that you could do. I mean, if you're going to school for marketing, throwing away all your money. I mean, there's you know, you're probably better off. You know, lots I took other- a
1: marketing class in the military, and it was uh, pretty 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 bad.
0: I had one marketing sales class, and it was a guy that yeah. like sold. Like salt to like the highways in like literally in um, in upstate New York when you know they all need salt like you, like anybody could sell it's like trying to sell <laughs> you know uh, you know yeah to like sell like- ice to somebody in Arizona or something when they're you know dying in the desert like everybody needs oh. that so.
1: Yeah, exactly. It's, it's not really a sales job. It's more yeah, like this, any any shitty salesman. Yeah, it was like the biggest
0: waste of time of like almost any class I took. Uh, yeah. And of course, I had to take classes on global warming and got all the you know propaganda yeah. of what's going on. But what were we even talking about before I – oh, you know, how We were talking could... about
1: crypto, I think. We were talking about the election a bit as well. You know, the contested election that we are uh, seem to be heading straight forward into – and I, I think, Tim, I, I think we're in for a lot of volatility. And I think uh, I, I said on the union of the amounted, like, this is perfect for the banksters because there's going to be a lot of volatility. They're going to make a lot of money on the ups and downs uh, in the market in the in the days and weeks and months ahead, I think, Tim.
0: Yeah, I just want to give a shout out to Amanda Rose. I saw that she is on here. So hey Amanda, appreciate you hey. guys watching. We got actually eight people now in the in Float, which for Float is not that much I got. So I've got over 30,000 people following me on Facebook and one person watching me on Facebook. I shared it to a bunch of groups that are all like libertarian financial groups that are out there. So probably in the aggregate, probably close to like a hundred thousand people are getting, you know, supposedly getting notifications on this. And yet one person is watching us over there. We've got eight on Float. So if you, so maybe they came from Facebook over to Float, which in, in that case, yeah. you know, definitely appreciate that. And uh, it's, no, it's just absolutely insane. But, I mean, do you want to start wrapping this up, John? I know yeah, we, sure. we'll probably do some more of these as, you know, the craziness is unfolding with this entire election. Oh, Josh Segerson in the house. So, hey, what's up, Josh? Got no, what, what
1: is his name now? He changed his name. Well, no, it's
0: on, It's on, well, it's Al Aljoshogorson. Oh. and i was i was you joking... got a
1: mustache too i didn't know that he grew a mustache
0: i was joking around them like yeah and we should create another youtube channel not world alternative media youtube channel and see what well you are. should
1: have a kind of a spanish speaking uh you guys could try to speak some spanish on there uh and give some fun i actually talking about that me and josh had an interview with um with robin kisaka that has been translated into spanish by the way <laughs> that's pretty funny
0: you know I, yeah he did yeah he did send me that so yeah. that was that was pretty funny but uh no, anyways, this is. Uh, oh, I guess you can watch float.tv on a smart TV, uh, apparently. But uh, Ooh. so there you th- go. So Josh, I mean, are you. Uh, what we could do is I don't want to actually. I gotta find a way to send you the invite. But you know, Josh, if you wanted to to jump onto this, maybe we could start another another uh, another stream, and we can end this Tim and John show and do a uh, do another report with you. If if John has time, I'm not sure if you do. I don't want to. Uh, oh yeah, I got. I, I'm signed in for uh, something.
1: I'm not working. No, I, I still got time until I got to do something at uh, 2 p.m. So I, I still got some time.
0: Okay. Well, what we're going to do is is uh, I know Josh was looking to get some videos done. Maybe you already did get them done. But Josh, let us know in here. Did you want to maybe film something with, with John and I while we're all available right now? And uh, it's just a, yo. Hopefully this message doesn't pop up here.
1: Oh, look at uh, is... Tim. Have you checked our Discord channel? Uh... No, no, no there's guys have gotten to our trends you know make it rain (laughs) yeah
0: i'm trying to get the uh i need to get the invite link but i don't want to uh i don't want to
1: give out yeah no but let's just wrap this up uh before we get to josh but again you know we're gonna see a lot of more volatility in the markets uh bitcoin uh, gold silver everything's gonna go up and down uh but i do believe that you know uh, and i think you do as well that this is our opinion but looking at it from a historical perspective gold and silver has always been beautiful wealth protection throughout time and should always be <clears throat> a part of anybody's portfolio that's what you know This history tells us and then of course uh today like crypto like now with central bank digital currencies getting pushed around the world any type of cryptocurrencies, especially the ones that are privacy uh, oriented, like Monero, Mimblewimble and a whole bunch of others are getting more and more uh, important to have as a part of your portfolio. If you want to actually stay uh, underneath the grid and not getting surveilled 24 seven know, it's a <clears throat> if you keep on, you know, uh, having letting the totalitarian technocrats, you know, take it over our lives here that they're doing and using COVID for uh, the scandemic. Uh, it, it becomes pretty apparent Tim that they're gonna uh, you know try to do whatever they can so we gotta to try to do whatever we can and try to educate yourself you know, come over to me and Tim's discord channel uh what what is the uh it's uh, discord well
0: you know uh, if they, they, the they want to go to the liberty advisor show dot com soon we'll have a tim yeah. and john show.com but you know if you go there you can go scroll down there's the link to find us on all the different podcast platforms to find the float channel to find the youtube channel to find the bit shoot find the library find the odyssey find the discord find uh, at least my linkedin we'll get john's linkedin up there because you know that he's a linkedin yeah. superstar uh but anyway well so listen- actually
1: somebody wants some currency printing they're getting hungry. They're getting poor. Oh, no. it's over. a good
0: thing. that. Oh, it's a good thing. I've got my, oh no, but I'm all out. But it's a good thing. I've got another gun here too. So it's like in Arizona, you can never have, never have enough guns laying around. No, uh, exactly. You got to
1: protect yourself. You
0: know, for the I, Fed, I, You can never have enough money I, guns laying around.
1: I'm just protecting myself from the Fed. That's what my money gun is. You know, got to print, yep. uh, print enough money. So I, I'm staying on par with what they do to try to keep my purchasing power down.
0: And but, look at this up to 13 people on float, which uh, I guess, you know, well, at least one of them is me and uh probably another one's a josh but anyways you know that's uh you know pretty pretty good, it's good for, to see
1: that's that's very good to see you know it's uh, we need to use these alternative platforms tim there what i'm trying to get to
0: kingsley future. to do so kingsley yeah. Yeah, we need this is to have a float embed where i can have it go to the liberty advisor show yeah. com live or have like a tim and john show episode 24 we send that out but then in the bed of the website is the float one instead of like having to rely on YouTube, and this is prioritized to, uh, to YouTube. So yeah, so only Float TV plays on smart TVs, not DLive Live or Odyssey. Yeah, so yeah, Odyssey, you can and, and uh, I don't believe you can even go live on there because it's more of like a storage uh, repository. Yeah. But yeah, anyways, yeah, no, that is cool. We'll have to go check that out. Uh, but yeah, I mean, people are always looking for solutions, and you know, part of the solutions over here is being more self-sufficient, getting off the man's grid, getting off the man's money. You know, working on yourself, being healthy. You know, eating healthy, you know, thinking healthy, you know, stop watching all the news except for Tim and John show and and Josh and, you know, and some other people and some other friends in alternative media. But if you're watching, you know, Fox News all day, which you're probably not if you're listening to this, uh, you know, that's definitely not something you want to do. Share these links. We know having more people knowing this information, you know, with people like us putting it out there. Well, because you can't know what how to you know defend yourself against all these onslaught of psychological attacks if you don't know the attacks are being out there in the first place. I watched for ten seconds CNN yesterday with Anderson Cooper, and he's got Doris Kearns Goodwin up there, who she's you know known as a core historian, which is a, not she's not she that's what I know her as, but you know she is a presidential historian that basically just you know is there as a mouthpiece of the government to give the you know bullshit version of what's going on especially yeah. you know and she you know is like sort of like the preeminent lincoln historian but you know that whole story is bs we should try to get thomas DiLorenzo lorenzo on sometime to talk about what really went on when it comes to lincoln sure, and...
1: and maybe we should announce talking about to get people on we're actually getting uh russell gray on on the 19th uh that's a thursday tim so that'll be exciting he's uh you know uh one of the divisors to robert kiyosaki he is a uh, very successful uh entrepreneur and real estate investor so that'd be really good for uh those of you that are interested to know what's happening actually in the real estate markets he's very very good at uh, uh knowing what's happening around the world and of course he is uh also on our side tim on uh belief and everything that you know comes to the federal reserve and the scam it is. so we'll have a very good conversation with uh Russell uh, Gray as well. So that would be exciting. And, of course, we're constantly working on getting uh, new people on. And if you guys are interested, you know, let us know who uh, who you'd like to see on here next. And then we'll do our very best to try to get them on, get the show growing so we could get more and more better uh, contributors on on the show. We, and, need to, and... we need to
0: interview Josh Seegerson because it was almost two years ago to the day when I That's first right. wanted to say that I basically I, I got introduced to Josh because I wanted to interview him. And now it's been two years and uh, I've actually, I've never re- interviewed Josh. So it's funny how it's been, uh, it's, it's been, it's crazy how, yeah, it's been, you know, pretty much almost yeah. a little over two years now. Um, and actually when he was almost poisoned and, and died uh, almost right right before I met him. So good thing he's <laughs> good thing he didn't die. Good thing he's still here to uh, be, uh, you know, in the live chat now, but you no, know, great having you guys here. If you guys are watching this on Bitchute or watching this on other platforms make sure to check us out on float make sure to check us out libertyadvisorshow.com that's gonna be the main one that we're gonna be pushing you know going forward yeah. uh but anyways you know appreciate everyone here we're gonna be signing off now and uh, yeah and thank- also
1: check out the economic org.
0: yep yeah i can't forget that one and then john's yeah. available for consulting especially for people up in canada because i unfortunately am limited as to what i can do in canada but anyways thank yeah. you guys so much. i can't
1: uh, i can't advise any people but i give you all my opinions
0: Yep. Giving you all the opinions. Anyways, take care and talk to you guys later.